Welcome to the Payroll Podcast with your host, Nick Day. Find out what it takes to truly discover what it takes to elevate your career within payroll as we meet with the industry leaders who are shaping the industry for tomorrow. Hello and welcome back to the Payroll Podcast. This is a special spring budget special. I'm joined today by Simon Parsons, Director of UK Compliance Strategies at SD Works. Simon, for those not familiar, is a specialist in UK tax, payroll legislation, social insurance legislation, and all things payroll software related. He's a fellow panelist as well on Payroll Question Time, which if you are not familiar with, the next one takes place on the 8th of April, which is a live webinar, and I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to join. I imagine we'll be talking more about the spring budget during the next PQT as well. Now, for those who may not be in the know, the Chancellor Rishi Sunak yesterday made his annual spring statement where he set out the government's tax plan to support the UK economy, businesses and families in both the short and the medium term. Now, this is breaking news, essentially, that's going to really impact payroll professionals in the new 2022-2023 tax year. There are a few major elements that really stuck out concerning national insurance, the employment allowance, income tax, and even reductions in duty on diesel and petrol. But rather than me tell you about those, I'm going to pass over to my resident expert here, Simon Parsons, to say welcome to the show for this spring uh, special. And um, yeah, let's dive in. What were the major announcements made uh, by the Chancellor yesterday as part of of his plan? Yeah, thanks, Nick. And it's good to be with you today. And uh, let's talk about Rishi's uh, plans for Britain and what's changing. So uh, let's start with national insurance contributions. So uh, the indication from the discussion yesterday or as a speech was that he was going to uplift the primary threshold by £300 originally, but then he confirmed that he's going to uplift it by £3,000. The reality is he's not. He's uplifting it by um, three thousand pounds minus three months worth. So if we take nine hundred pounds off that, he's actually uplifting it by two thousand one hundred pounds for the twenty two twenty three tax year, and then it's the full three thousand pounds thereafter. So what is in effect is aligning from July the sixth the uh, t- um, the tax free element value uh, to be associated with uh, national insurance contribution start point. So £12,570 per annum. As I say, it's not really uh, £12,570 for this tax year. It's actually £11,908, which is the value you'll have seen set for directors as well, because directors are on an annual method. So, uh, So interesting. How will that be applied? Well, software will need to be updated and readied and tested and delivered. And if you're operating your own, so you do your own parameters, there is going to be a two-stage application of national insurance this year. For the first three months on the original announced values from November last year, and from July the 6th onwards, uh, under the new primary thresholds that have been announced. Um, What decides which you use? Point of payment decides it. So if you pay it on the 5th, use old. If you pay it on the 6th, use new of July, that is onwards. Uh, Doesn't matter when it's earned, 
doesn't matter what it's covering, it's when it's paid that decides the decisions of which uh, thresholds to use. And with a director, there is a new annual. So for the first three months, you'll be doing it on the old annual of £9,880. From July onwards, you then recalculate it using the 11908 Uh, Maybe we've done national insurance to death. Software will need to change to be able to accommodate this. The industry would probably have liked it to apply from April, but that's not what the chance has done. Now, some on social media, I'm kind of saying, well, what where developers delay this? I don't think software developers have delayed this. This was announced yesterday, and it's not... uh, uh, Well, with... um, directors it's commutative annual amount yes but uh we could say why didn't we just do it from april and if it was a bit late sweep it up i think the real challenge is it's got to get parliamentary approval yet so it's not even law so that's got to go through hence why it's later than april that's the real reason okay okay Okay. so many people won't be aware of that so what are the main questions you're seeing you know, on social, in the payroll groups that we're both part of, we're seeing a few you know, payroll managers come in with some questions on this. What are the main points of contention or, or points of clarification? Well, again, I think a lot of people are saying, why don't we just do it from April? Yeah. Of course, April will have already happened for many because we're now at, towards the back end of uh, March and payroll process is quite uh, in advance. So some April payments have gone they're all set um but generally i'd I'd agree with the view but we know it's because it's got to go through parliamentary timetable to become law is one of the reasons and they're not backdating it in the past we may have had may but lots of people will be asking about oh they worked here it's paid there um what do we do but again it's a principle when you pay it is what judges the calculation rule it's not about when it's earned so that's the main headline yeah. news in relation to national insurance. There were um, other changes as well in relation to the employment yes. allowance, which I believe has been increased. Yes. Yeah. So same qualification for employment allowance, except a lot of employers with the increased employer national insurance liabilities or secondary NI liabilities will find themselves increasingly being taken out of qualifying for employment allowance. And this was a, a bit of an unknown prediction, but a uh, thing that came along is that the employment allowance is increasing from the current £4,000 per annum to £5,000 per annum from the 6th of April. Um, as it's an annual amount, again, I think that will catch up. So some software will have to be updated. Some will obviously have that in place for April. Others, you may find that they're not in place till May or June, maybe even July if they're aligning it with the national insurance change. But it applies to the whole tax year anyway, so I don't think that really matters. But I guess this is a means of taking out, uh, was it 495,000 businesses will get this extra thousand pounds in the UK and take a number of them out of the additional 1.25% health and social care levy addition for their employee groups because they're small. Were were these uh, these first two changes, we know the first one was expected to a certain degree. Was the second employment allowance increase expected? Uh, Not really. It hadn't really been hinted. uh, There's been some discussion of various options in confidence uh, with various representative groups and they would have been sworn to silence but uh, the employment allowance wasn't one that I'd heard of as changing however it is two years since it changed Um, so it changed last time in 2020 
and before that was it um, I'm doing this from memory now 2018 but originally came in in 2014 so there is an element of hmm, seems to be a pattern developing yeah yeah okay good yes uh, maybe I read on your on your site which i will put a link to for those that want to get a detailed analysis in written format um, I, will, I will link you to simon's site which is pay advice and there's a link in the show notes for that if you're interested but i think um in some of the points you made on your site you mentioned that uh, the lower profit limit will not pay class two nics uh, but will allow individuals to be able to continue to build national insurance credits yeah and and that's something i hear because in, again in social media i see people asking about what's the minimum uh they should pay directors and yes uh it all sounds like r35 straight directors <laughs> and things like that going on there and uh and take advantage of dividends um uh, to receive state pension you just need to pay at the lower earnings limit yeah yeah absolutely right um, yeah, that makes sense. Although I do think uh, as directors, uh, yes. I'm probably in that category to a certain degree, they are aligning it much more now. It doesn't really matter whether you're PAYE or directors, I don't think. I think some of the... Uh, it's aligning with the tax-free amount, really. So you yeah. go up to the primary threshold, wouldn't you, in the tax-free amount? Yeah. So you don't. Although, uh, of course, dividends um, over the limits uh, attract the health and social care levy as well. But the, the initial uh, 2,000 that people talk about doesn't. Excellent. And uh, we talk about income tax. The basic rate of income tax is going to be reduced from 20% to 19%. It's not immediate. I believe that's in 2024. Was that something you were expecting? That's right. No. And it, and it's a few years away, isn't it? Years yeah. since we last had the a cut in income tax rates, or it will be. So they're announcing, but it's um, nicely timed, isn't it? So um, maybe it gives an indication of when there's going to be a next general election. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So we're all going to get a tax cut. Have you ever asked yourself, how can I recruit payroll staff effectively? Please don't give up on your recruitment project just yet. Here at JGA Payroll Recruitment, we appreciate the difficulties associated with attracting, recruiting and retaining top payroll talent. We also understand just how costly a poor payroll hire can be. JGA Recruitment are a niche payroll recruitment agency who will partner with you to resource payroll candidates who will improve both the accuracy and efficiency of your payroll department. Contact us today on 01727 800 377 or visit jgarecruitment.com to find out more. And a you know, real hot topic at the moment, particularly for those that are look, you know, struggling with the new fuel prices, which seem to be constantly escalating. Uh, people moving to electric vehicles and obviously only electric vehicles being sold, I think, from 2030 onwards by, by new establishments. But there is an immediate reduction on duty on diesel and petrol. Tell us more about, about that change. Price is going up. The VAT will go up. But the uh, car fuel duty is being dropped by four pence from 6 p.m. last night. Some of the supermarkets have indicated that they would drop it more. So I think uh, Asda and Sainsbury's indicated that they'd cut off more than 6p a litre. Uh, or 5p a litre, sorry. The, um, let's get the value right. I think they're probably doing 6p a litre da- cuts. Yeah. Uh, so there's an element of, um, I don't know if that will cause a rush and we'll all be going out and fill, filling our vehicles like uh, when we were told that a certain uh, delivery company couldn't deliver to a certain retailer. Yeah. And uh, we all thought, oh my goodness, better go and fill up every vehicle's tank to the full. Yeah, yeah we'll have to see well- what happens. I know there were some questions on people in the last payroll question time we ran where people were, may have been hoping for a slightly higher mileage allowance uh, 
change to be given. That hasn't been changed for some time. Uh-huh. I don't think we were expecting any changes here necessarily. I think we all agreed on the panel that it's um, it probably suffices as it is, even with rising fuel prices. But were you surprised that nothing was announced on that side? Uh, no, not at all. Of uh, a statement isn't really a full budget, so the, sure. the considerations there. And I think they think that the four to five P. This is for where you're using your own vehicle That's for right. business use. Were there any announcements yeah. that that weren't made, or that, that, that you're expecting at this stage? Were there any um, you know surprises for you in, in, in the spring budget? Not really in relation to employment law uh, or employment matters and payroll. Uh, there were some that were heavily hinting that they wanted certain activity. But I think in fairness to Rishi and, and uh, the Prime Minister, he, they kind of said they were going ahead with health and social care levy. So I think lots of them kind of said, uh, you know, uh, we didn't want, uh, maybe they get rid of them. And uh, there was lots of speculation that they'd be removed, but they haven't been. The mm. other aspect, I guess, that some employers are waking up to today is that the increase to primary threshold has got nothing to do in the employer contribution. Uh, so some have been looking out to see, well, of course, this will match with the secondary threshold being increased. It hasn't been. Okay. It's staying the same. Interesting. Well, of course, Arthur and Simon, thank you ever so much for joining me today on this uh, very short and quick uh, budget special. Of course, the full details and all the measures, some of which are subject, of course, as Simon mentioned, to parliamentary approval, can be found at the link in the show notes, which links you to the spring statement. Uh, and please do take a look at Simon's site, pairedvice.uk, which is uh, an excellent site for anyone that wants to stay up to date on all matters um, related to payroll. It's, uh, it's a brilliant site and somewhere that I go regularly. Um, and I'll put a link into Simon's LinkedIn profile as well if you want to find out more and um, yeah thanks for joining me at short notice that's all right thank you pleasure I look to forward to bringing, yeah ditto i look forward to bringing the next episode of the pearl podcast to everybody real soon please join us as well at payroll question time 8th of april thanks everybody thank you so much for tuning into the payroll podcast with nick day of jga recruitment if you need help with a current payroll vacancy then please get in touch with nick and his team All contact details can be found in the episode notes. In the meantime, to make sure you never miss a future episode, please subscribe to the show through any of your favorite podcast channels. Till next time.